Hey guys, this is Jonah. Thank you for checking out the Bomb Pod. It really means the most to me. Trying to get this off the ground has been some hard work, but thank you for listening and thank you for helping me try to get it done. I really, really appreciate you. Now, if you want to contribute to us, very simple on anchor.com, you're allowed to contribute to us. Give us some kudos. Give us some bling bling, if you know what I mean. Finally, we've made it to every, mostly every podcast uh, distributor. So Spotify counts. Apple Podcasts, you name it, Google Podcasts, we're there. So big shout out to everybody and all the support. I want to give a shout out to everybody who's listened, every guest that I've had. And if you want to be a guest on our show, of course you can. Just hit me up and we can work it out. We can chop it out. At the end of the day, the Bomb Pod wants to know what you're about and wants to know what's the best about you. So without further ado, let's get kicking to my next guest. You guys already know what to do. The Bomb Pond, baby, hosted by Joda. Let's go, boys. GG, boys. Let's go. All right, so this is in. We're in episode of the Bomb Pod. I stopped using numbers, guys, because I lost count. So I don't remember <laughs> where I'm at. So thank you for listening. You can find us on Anchor, who are our main provider and distributor. After that, Apple Music, Spotify, Google, Podbean, all that stuff. So I'm super excited to have my, be- my guest here. First of all, not to wax on them, but they've been the most requested person by other people. Number oh one. God. Number two, um, it's also a story that I want to hear <laughs> and things I want to know because I don't think uh, she's aware of how important she's been in my life for things. So this is uh, my guess. I'll let you introduce yourself. Oh my God. No pressure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm Tati. Um, so we worked together at Apple back in the days. That's true. And um, I guess I'm here because I... She doesn't know why she's here yet. Yeah, I really don't so know So let me crack here. that apple. Yeah. So <laughs> let me crack that apple, right? So, or why I've been most requested, but okay. <laughs> so let me... let me. Uh, my, my brother was my was the most requested amongst everyone, like Sergi and the other groups. My brother was like, wow, man, she just did a lot of shit real quick. And like... <laughs> My brother's math analytical mind, he was just like, I saw her, she was a different person, and then I see her another time, she's a whole different person. Yeah, he didn't even recognize me. No. So, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That, like, because my brother's not keen on details. Not as okay. He's Most busy. men are. He's, <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> he's too busy with other things to may notice your random appearances from one time to another. All right? And I don't know if you're aware of this, but you were one of my main guides uh, for when I was going through my turbulence of like becoming older and like knowing what to do. A lot of my friends are younger than me, so they fucking suck. And like when you tell them, (laughs) hey, man, turning 30 is the weirdest uh, thing and just onset of responsibility that comes with it. You're pretty much the only person I could talk to about it that like you knew what that meant because you were going through it and experiencing it at your time. So you've been a hundred percent mentor for me, and I know that for you know people looking at you online and stuff, they've seen you progress and like what you've gone through, and a lot of people don't know the full story. They don't know what's gotten you to become, uh, you know, a woman of faith, a woman who's now reinvesting in her body as opposed to treating it as just a, a thing. And I want you to share that with everybody in a way that you ain't got to explain yourself to nobody, no Instagram posts, no nothing. Yeah. It's like, this is the truth. It's coming out of my mouth on the bomb pile. Let's go. <laughs> so that's a whole lot. But um, hitting on the whole hitting your 30s, um, I feel like I have a lot of friends that have gone through that, including me. And mm, that's like the biggest, I guess, 
it's like turbulence. I feel no one prepped you for adult 2.0. Yeah. And it's kind of like you, you expected your life to be like, oh, I'm going to be married. I'm going to have kids. I'm going to have a house on the white picket fence. And boom, you ain't got shit. You ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you ain't got none this, of it. It's, it's you hard lucky to keep you got a good job. Up if, if what we were propped in high school was, you be a professional, but then you have a house and you figure it out. And like the majority of our peers, while they're successful in their own ways, I don't think most of them are like, they're on the brink mm-hmm. of like maybe moving back to moms and mm-hmm. keeping the house afloat. Mm-hmm. How did you navigate through that? Who, or did you have a mentor that you were speaking to to help you when you were going through that? Did I have a mentor? I would say I kind of just took it upon myself to, I've always been a, like a very goals driven person and I kind of saw where I was and I knew I wasn't okay with it. And, and I said, okay, this isn't where I want to be. Where am I going in the next year? Because I knew where I was working wasn't where I wanted to be. The money I wasn't wor- making definitely wasn't where I wanted to be. Mm. And that was really the first step in order for me to get anything else done. Um, I think kind of like once you get that situated, the rest comes. And that, in the end, yes, money doesn't buy happiness, but it kind of helps. I, I feel that in the way that you utilize it now, it helps because, like let's say when you're putting your, like you're putting your breakfast on Instagram, you're eating very wholesome things, very great things that unfortunately with a lower set of income, which is impossible to afford. Exactly. Or having the time to prepare it. As we've all eaten on struggles where like Wendy's and McDonald's, who has the best $5 meal. Exactly. And you're feeding crap into your body yeah. and you're gonna, your body's going to look like where you're feeding it. It's hard to break that cycle, especially when you're younger 20s, where your body's just taking that shit in and being like, this is nutrients anyway. Exactly. It's not until later. You're not 20 anymore. But no. really with the whole 30s thing, I think that you kind of have to like, see the reality of things and think that, like you gotta get rid of that timeline. And I always told you that 30 is just another number. A timeline is a timeline and you know, things will come when they come. You just gotta make the moves to get to where your goals are and know that, um, you know, what's kind of what's next, okay? Um, You know, get the job. If you gotta go to school, go back to school, but never stop growing. Like that's my biggest um, thing I would tell to anybody. It's just like, even right now for me, I know I have an amazing job, I make amazing money, but right now I'm like, okay, I got my AA. I'm 30 years old, I just got my AA. I have a great job, I make six figures, but guess what? I still gotta, something else. Because you never know and the world keeps evolving and you gotta keep evolving with the world. That's my biggest thing. Do you feel that I mean, I could I could say for myself uh, to take responsibility that in that time, I spent a lot of time in denial, and it took a lot of that bubble to break for self-realization to take place, where you'd be like, look, man, I am this solely because of my decision-making. Um, when did you hit that? I know for me, it was like as soon as I turned 30, it was just like a weird cloud. I think 29. I think 29, like right before the 30. Just kind of like, you're not married, you're not, you've got no kids, your eggs are about to expire. I think for girls it's a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think men think about it that much like We that. don't, but then <laughs> on, the, on the flip side is because we know your, your, your clock is in that position. Yeah. As men, we would have to flip it and be like, am I adequate to be a provider for a woman who wants those things out of life? Mm-hmm. And, a, and a lot of the times, the worst relationships I feel come when the expectations aren't aren't as honest Mm -hmm. and that comes through lack of communication you know lack of 
a general empathy, I, I feel, because I'm super comfortable letting you into into my life, Dati, because like I don't have my shit together, but it's a work in progress. Right. And I feel a lot of where men do stuff wrong is they don't admit to that. <gasps> and time. they just want to <laughs> be like, no, I'm great. And it's like a big puff, puff, puff balloon. but And then you blow up. Yeah. I, I know that women can sense those things on men more than we can think that we're getting away with it. I think it's, so an, it's ego, an ego thing. And, and in the end, it's kind of like admit it and take action. And it's just we need to learn. Like I said, it's just let go of the timeline, take the steps, go back to school, do what you got to do. Like there's never a timeline on education. There's never a timeline on being able. And I've told you this before. Mm-hmm. Like I've sent you like the the biggest the biggest people out there did things when they were in their 50s their 40s like there really isn't a timeline you have time to retain education to learn to evolve and sometimes it does take you to your 40 to your 50 to your 60 and then boom you make it you made it you come up with some badass shit and your millions came in there's a a belief of when you mention ego as it sucks that there's a space between ego I mean, ego and victim, victimizing yourself. Mm-hmm. And it sucks that we never talk about the middle where mm-hmm. you can be fulfilled and content because we, we, take, we take feelings in such an extreme mm-hmm. of, as men, like, oh, the guy's egotistical and arrogant. And then the flip side is always, oh, he doesn't, he's not manly enough and he doesn't have shit together. But where's the medium, pussy, yeah. right? Where's the medium of, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm not, it's not an excuse saying, it's like, it sucks that we, and because for, for women, it's the same thing. The guys will say a similar thing. Yeah, she's such a bitch. Yeah, she's yeah. such a bitch. Or yeah. like, wow, she's like, she's like, sucks. We all discriminate in, in, in that kind of demeanor. It just sucks that the best relationships come from meeting in the middle mm-hmm. and then working your way up to that level. But our culture just hits immediately with like, you know, Instagram. Like, oh, trash, 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 trash. Oh, don't get me started on Instagram. Yeah, fake. <laughs> I, you know, um... Fake, I, fake, fake. I, it's a... Uh, you look so happy, but you're really not. It, it's hard. Uh, I went through, I went through, I think everybody goes through posting revelations. <laughs> We've been through them. And I, I can tell you one of mine. Always going to go first. The first one I realized was I need to stop posting shoes I buy. Oh, I remember that. I remember when you went there. And yes. it was solely specifically um, when people think take my hobby as envy, it just doesn't become fun. Yeah. Because it was literally for me. I'm like, and my friends who also collect shoes in this little small community, it wasn't meant for people like they were not a part of it to feel bad. It's not even that. It's everybody's doing it now. Everybody with the yeah. Gucci's of the world and the Fendi's and the Louboutins. Like, I don't know. I honestly, I see that Gucci now. It's like, I mean, Gucci's been around forever, but everybody's has a Gucci belt now. And I've never understood the belt one. You know why? Even though, why are you paying five hundred dollars for a belt? It that that's and you upsetting. live with your parents. That is the upsetting part. You live but, with your parents. But the, the Gucci belt in the hood connotation, is where, that's where I grew up on. So you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. like I understand that portion. But you got to remember, like, I grew up on, like, all, like, 90s hip-hop. So, like, well, the epitome of fashion was, mm-hmm. like, 
true religion jeans and a Gucci belt almost yes. holding them up. Yes, yes, so yes. Like, I remember but, that. But, like, that was cool back then. Yes. I don't know what's driving people to do it <laughs> now. <laughs> but, but I don't understand. But, like, the Gucci belt is synonymous in urban culture. Yes. Like, that's never going to go away. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But I just, like, I, I think the Gucci belts are beautiful. But to me, I'm like, okay, it's $500. Like, that's a third of my rent. It gets realer. Um, and and, and uh, it gets it gets to the point where I have to I had to raise my game and, and have an established amount of discipline when yes. it comes to my consumption. I I sell a lot more than I keep. Yeah. If you look at my closet, it's pretty barren. I maybe have like three pairs of shoes because I'm always like, oh, if, I can't believe there's a market that exists that buys my old sneakers. Oh no! So yeah. I take full advantage sure. of it. So for like, sure. I might I look like I have new things, but. I don't accumulate. Like it's, the Yeezys. It's just a cool thing for a time. I bought the Yeezys for 200 bucks, wore them once, sold them for $500. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I wore them once. Yeah, so you, so you enjoy them. Money. You enjoy them. You had the picture, and then, like, bye. So that's, exactly. why, like, so that's why I love it. I'm like, you mean I could keep looking fly and I just kind of, like, not have an emotional connection to a product? And get paid. And get paid. To that's why them. I feel like I'm not a materialist. I'm an opportunist. Exactly. I'm like, what are, you, what are you mad at? Why aren't you trying to be first? I get mad at my friends who have boxes of sneakers. I'm like, you don't wear all those. Like, I'm, that was I'm me. on you. That I'm was on me. Those I, I, I'm not going to lie. When I worked at Apple, crazy amounts of freaking sneakers. Like I, But you know what? Now I use them for the gym. So at least I that, that's what they me become. Me too. My, my Yeezys are gym sneakers. All my NMDs are now gym sneakers. Oh, my God. There's, there's a guy, there's a guy at, the, at, the, at the UFIT who constantly makes comments about my shoes when I check in. And I'm just, I, I told him one time, I'm like, it's not that important. Obviously, I, I know what I'm wearing to the gym. I was wearing like brand new Yeezys that I, <laughs> that I just bought. And now I'm like, well, where am I going to enjoy them? Exactly. So I wear them to the fucking gym. Right. And this guy just looked at me like, do you know what you're doing? I'm like, no oh, shit. But then I remember like, that was me once. Do you know once. who you're talking to? That was me once. That was that was me back in the day. So. Do you know who I am? Is it, isn't it? It's terrible not to try to sun people. That's what I've noticed in, in being older. It's so easy to look at someone that's 22 and um, be like, honey, just shake your head at them. It's so easy, but like you got to like embrace them. You got to like treat them uh, as, as adult as they can be, as long as they're not stupid or unreceptive to like, you know. To me, it's more like it's cool today. It'll be whack or it'll pass in six months. And, you, and your $500 are gone. Them. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be sitting in your closet. And it'll be sitting in your closet. My like PayPal is always looking great. <laughs> <laughs> because your closet is empty and not sitting in your closet. That's my point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, 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 uh, here's my fashion secret. Um, you buy one great pair of shoes. Just one great one, right? But then you just get very consistent cheap clothes. That's the key. So... If you constantly, like, if you, a shoe is resellable, like, but having four pairs of the same black Zara jean means I'm going to, they're going to last a longer time. Okay. So I can't flip those. So I might as well, like, have many. Well, the thing I can flip, and I know I can catch a sucker later, I'll just buy it in its highest, like, price range. That's smart. Because, like, like, a $30 Nike doesn't have a flip, but a $200 one does. Smart. And 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 like it's it makes me comfortable. No one's here buying boost because I told them to. It's just literally comfortable shit. I want those. But see, I can't. I just can't spend the money. You don't see, but you're in a different place. And look, so am I. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm, I don't stress those things. Uh, even though all my friends are in are in that same genre, 
But I'm all about self-investment now. Like, you know, obviously putting together uh, this home rig, you know, cost me money and effort and time, but this is a future investment. So Mm -hmm. now I can even do like a podcast like this. Which I'm proud of you that you got back on your shit. This is uh this is exactly what it is to hold myself accountable since I admire you so much. <laughs> um, and pretty much every guest I've had here has been like a learning process of how they work. The ones I've had I had a, I, this is my third one in a row this week. Oh my god! So is it exhausting? It is actually. Um, you you realize that the world is a lot bigger than you think it is through people's experiences. Okay. So the one we just posted today. We hit it off. I never know where we're going to hit it off on. And mm-hmm. we hit it off on, like, 90s music. We hit it off on, like, album covers. We hit it off on, like, politics. And we don't start with an intention. Um, I feel that giving my my friends who wouldn't want to have this platform the opportunity to speak on a platform is, is crucial. Yeah, that is awesome. <clears throat> uh, let's take a break. Okay. That's 15 minutes up. You don't want to hear from me again, Rattle again. So we'll be right back. <laughs> And we're back. Uh, I thought they had a burning question for me or, ba- or a burning debate to open up. So I'm just going to let you have it. What did you want to know about how allmenorshit.com? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that far. We're all terrible. Okay. We were talking about we were, we're in the month of love. And it's funny because every woman is pissed off for many reasons. One, their valentine sucked. Two, they didn't have a valentine. That's it, right? What was the third one? Uh, three, they have the wrong balance. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches is just pissed yeah, for no they, reason. they just be upset. They be, they be, they be, like, in the example I was saying before, the man be putting 120% effort and she still looks at him like, I don't want this. Like, yeah, what you doing? We all lose. <laughs> well, you know what we should develop, Dante? Just give us a fucking list. Give us a top three. Let us figure it out. It's so funny. Look, I'm a girl that comes from with my ex having like the most amazing Valentine's. And like this past Valentine, I got taken to Smith and Walensky. We got wine and dine. Sweet nigga fucking fell asleep on me. I was like, what? All of that and that's it? Um, I was pissed. I, I feel that the Valentine's Day... <laughs> Has an unfair expectation for both sexes. Agreed. It's bullshit. So, so here's the thing. You were trying to get laid on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Let me tell you the times in my life where I heard that from a woman on Valentine's Day. It is such a small percentage. <laughs> like, the, those, those, like, you know, but no, here's, here's a very specific one. Like, like, you concocted, like, a plan for it. <laughs> and, like, you guys went full out and then, like, your partner just didn't put forth the effort. <laughs> so that must be frustrating. <laughs> For guys, on the other hand, you can put all the dinner effort and that girl knows she ain't gonna fuck you. So like, <laughs> it's a little bit different of approach. We played a long haul. We played the long loss. You, you got the short loss. I know. And then you have the, the <laughs> like the one friend that's always pissed off because she doesn't have a Valentine. Nobody loves her. And then you have those memes going around like, oh, you ain't got no Valentine because you ugly. <laughs> I... You know what I I I told I, I told Kim all the time my girlfriend Kim that I love Valentine's Day I've been saying that shit Aww. I love it that's so because cool. how stupid must you be to let a day take advantage of you <laughs> like you must be dumb as fuck it's so to be true. like that day just no can you imagine if you flip it and, and someone felt that adamant about like Cinco de Mayo you think they're crazy. <laughs> 
they think they're fucking you... insane. It's like, true. I, I just don't celebrate Cinco. I just I actually don't go to drink. I actually stay home. Yep. Can you imagine? You'd be like, That's what the true. fuck? It's just a day. Yep. At the end of the day, why I like Valentine's? Very simple. People tend to be happier, number one. Number two, candy. Number three, and who lots don't like of candy. candy? And who don't like candy? And who don't like chocolate? Yeah, I love me some chocolate. Yeah, why? Why, why are you mad at all that shit? And you know what's the worst part? When people just want to dive negatively, like you said, for not having a Valentine. There's enough people on Earth. I'm sure you're neglecting someone. Or, or when they have <laughs> I hate Valentine's Day parties. <laughs> I hate Valentine's Day, but I text like eight guys all through the day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the one but the one that isn't giving attention I want exactly uh. or, or 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 you have a valentine but you're still texting someone else because you want them to be your valentine <laughs> yeah like with all that mess that someone creates in their lives how can they ever have a sense of fulfillment oh like it's God. impossible such a mess you remember when you were a kid you just got the whole classic card and you oh just showed God, you showed love that? to everybody you're like hey man we don't talk all the time but it's all good man take Take a little mini Snickers. That, those were fun. <laughs> you remember the little, um, the little flowers that they used to go around. You would pay a dollar and you would send them to somebody in the class. Yeah. That was cute too. Used to used to be doing a uh, high school uh, serenades. Yeah, those were fun. Yeah, um, still didn't get me any ass. So <laughs> that doesn't change the thing. It's so stupid. Didn't. Huh? Um, yeah, you're in high school by any means necessary as a teenage boy, and that did not help at all. Did not, but I love that that proverb of like if you peak at high school you fuck for the rest of your life is super true though, because my friends who were on the football team, oh, they suck now. They're, they're all fucking losers. You're horrible. I'm super like aloof. <clears throat> so back on topic. What else, how else do men disappoint you, Dante? <laughs> so it's not how they disappoint you. It's just you know, um, you know, being that I've dated both sides of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> to say it that that is a that is a, a thing that I admire about you because you're you're so just honest with that that I feel that you're you're such a loving person that you see through a lot of the walls that people build up to accept other people. Yeah, I'm kind of I, like love is love, you know. Yeah, when I met you, it was I, you know, I think the only reason I clicked with you is because I think you realized we had enough friends that we like that you had in proximity that thought I was cool. Yeah. And ever since then, like you've never been nice to me. You just crack jokes on me at all times. You, you just constantly <laughs> harass me. Yeah. When I had a man bun and I was wearing stupid pants at, at work. Yeah, it's what the fuck. And then, and then, um, that's how we became friends. And the, and then here's a a little, like we we've gone through a lot like separately with different mm-hmm. crowds of people. I feel at the end of the day, we gravitate towards each other because even though we're very hard-headed, we're very mm-hmm. awful what we do, we can see that there's there's good in each of us for, for positive things. And I constantly think about you and, like, like how what a positive influence you are. Like, you know, like those quotes you said, and, and um, they, they mean something from you because you apply them. You've made this transformation. You've made this life improvement. So, like, I hate people who post those quotes you know, those, those like, lover quotes or, like, motivation quotes. And then you look at them, I'm like, you don't achieve anything. Yo. It's mental masturbation. Oops. Like, you're not you're not achieving shit. Yeah. We can all press motivational quotes. We yeah. can all make everything feel like sunshine. But at the end of the day, where's the grit? Yep, and that is true. And um, I think more than anything, it's, you know, it's it's not easy. Um, I feel that you, like, for me, I've, I've kind of been through a lot in the last few years. And you kind of have learned, like... Going back to the whole, like, 
you know, growing and hitting your 30s and you kind of learn who your real friends are. You go through changes in life and you're, I feel like your circle kind of becomes smaller. It does. And I've also learned to water that circle. Yes. To make it grow and understand that by... I'm not gonna. I don't think I'll be adding more people to this circle. Agreed. And you know what? Even with you and me, like I feel like like I never thought that we'd be as close as we are. And like neither did I. Yeah. Actually, with everybody we met at, at when we were at my birthday party in October, I would have never thought that either. I was mingling with amazing people I met at a job <laughs> and my childhood friends I'd known since I was like five or six. Yep. And the fact that everybody could be under the same roof and and not be like clicks. Yeah. It means I've picked the right people to move forward. Exactly. With. And I feel and that's like important. that's important to me. So important. And and that's one of the things that I battled with the most. Um, I think like with the whole turning 30s was kind of like, the, you know, like how you were saying, um, having those people that are younger than you that aren't watering you back. Because mm-hmm. you can always water people and you yeah. can try to make them better. And, you know, like um, with me being healthy and lifestyle and I have those friends that are always complaining and don't want to do better for themselves. I'm fat. I'm this. I'm not healthy. But I w- what the hell are you doing about it? What did you do besides just get real? Right? You already knew the answers <laughs> to get to your progress. Just it's, like I've always known. I don't want to get up um, every morning and go work out. I don't want to do 45 minutes of cardio. But shit, do I want the results? Yes. Do I like to look good? Yes. Do I want the mental health out of it more than anything? Yes. Huge. And Huge. I have struggled with that. I know you have to because mm. me and you have talked about it many, many times. And in the end, like mental health, um, it's the biggest killer. And it will keep you in bed. And it will eventually either end up making you worse or you're going to kill it. You're gonna, you, you're, it's going to kill you or you're going to kill it. You, you <clears throat> have... It's an embarrassment to me because you've seen me at my physical worst. It's an embarrassment to me with time because I knew... That if I put the effort that I'm putting now, it would have been fine. And so the burden is on me mentally. And now I've become a martyr for letting... Ask Kim how important working out is to me. I was on opiates. That shit fucked me up. Ugh, horrible. Um, and then literally when I switched to working out, changed my life. Yeah. You know what else changed my life right now that like, Kim's tired of me hearing? I've been fasting. I just, oh, eat, yeah. I just eat from 12 to 8. 12 to 8, yeah. And my body feels amazing. I'm hungry. It's just mental. It's really, you start looking at like human by growth and biology and you're like, it's, you don't need that much. It's so simple. People don't realize that food is a drug, just like everything else that's put out there in the world. Um, It's part of the economy. Mm -hmm. Um, And people, um, I mean, they all ask me, how did you do it? How did you do it? Get your ass on YouTube. Go do research. I'm not going to give you the recipe. And even if I get you the recipe. You won't work. It won't work. Because you need to put in the effort. And that effort, is it's, it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I, I mean, I've been already doing this. It's I started like hitting it hard, just working out February of last year. It's already been a year. And I the diet part came in afterwards. And it was just making, a, it really is a lifestyle change. And mm-hmm. it doesn't come easy. I would cry my eyes out like because I couldn't lose weight. Imagine, I was 100 and... 65 pounds and I went down to 125 
So 120 at one point, but I got too skinny and I wasn't cute. So <laughs> I, I was like, no, when you got no booty, you got to gain five Wait, pounds is, back. Is, is it, isn't it great, though, that you had to hit that realization? Yeah. Isn't that cool, though, that you're like, wait a minute, I think I went too far? Yeah, my mom said, um, I never thought you did, you wouldn't have an ass. That's a problem. Okay. She's the, like, you're Puerto Rican. That's not cute. What a problem to have. I lost too much weight. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'll gain five pounds. <laughs> one, of, one of the reasons that I was very adamant of having you here very, very quickly mm-hmm. is because I feel like in two or three years, it's just you. And then people will just, your old people will erode into the water. Mm-hmm. And then it's just you. Yep. So I would lose the opportunity to kind of have this moment so you can have a teachable moment for somebody before it just becomes your natural lifestyle. And if I ask you about this in three years, you'd be like, dude, I just, that was... It's just me now. I think that in two, three years, I, I'll, I'll be evolving into even a better person and, uh. and even someone else. You know, um, like I said, right now, like, I'm, I remember my ex used to always call me bigger, better Tati. Mm-hmm. Because I'm always looking to what else I can make better. Like, yes. Like, look, the apartment I live in now, yeah. when they were building it, I always said, oh, my God, those apartments are so beautiful. I'm never going to be able to afford that. Mm-hmm. Boom. I live there. And that's always been me. Like, it's always like, this is what, uh, that's my goal. I'm going to fucking get it. Doesn't matter how much harder I have to work for it. Like, I'm going to fucking do it. Let so. me ask you, uh, uh, probably the last question before I close off this segment. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had to come to terms with some ways of thinking that have held me back. Mm-hmm. And the, what you just said right now is, is, a, is a part of manifesting that a lot of people who, who watch Gary Vee and all this stuff, like, the wants all the inspiration, but mm-hmm. they don't put it to work. What mm-hmm. part of your of your work ethic or your environment or, or choices did you realize like, okay, this is the one thing I need to change, or I'm never going to be able to afford like that place or make these bigger moves? I think for me, like I I don't like settling for just like this is it. Like I know that there's more out there, and if other people can achieve it, why can I have it? That's like that's the biggest thing if, if that person can do it why can't I mm-hmm. and um, I'm, I stay educated I work from home yeah. so if I'm writing emails all day you're damn skippy then I'm also educating myself I'm doing TED talks I'm on YouTube and I'm listening to the Gary V's of the world Tony Robinson's I stay motivating myself all day every day I there's not a day that I skip a beat that I am stay motivated that I try to stay out of the negativity space and obviously you know I'm into God so that's like a very big I, I stay with my spirit of God and try to stick to that and you know like lately you know I was dating that guy and I kind of got away from that and it kind of happens and sometimes you do lose yourself and you just got to know that you got to sometimes stop yourself and relate back to where you were you know visualize like hey I've been doing this for the last two months I've been messing up mm-hmm. where wh- what can I do what didn't I do what wasn't I doing and you review and you go back to making a plan and it's all about making a plan and it's it's not always going to go the way you want it. Shit mm-hmm. happens. Life sucks. But it's not about letting shit knock you down. People stress the dumbest things. I have friends that call me, oh my God, I just saw this person. They walked out of the bathroom. They didn't wash their hands. Who gives a fuck? Why are you stressing what other people are doing? I don't mm-hmm. got time for that. I don't care for that. Yeah. Or, oh my God, this person's sick and this person has cancer. And da, 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 da. You're sick. You're sick yourself. Take care of yourself first. Then worry about everybody else around you. You got to root yourself down first. Take care of yourself first. Then you can take care of others. If you're sick, you cannot take care of anybody else. 100%.
I I manifest that now. Longevity is the name of the game. Nothing else. You cannot take care of anybody else if you are a sick person. There is no way sick people can take care of sick people. You're right. I'm going to close this segment, but what you kind of brought up right now is what <laughs> I wanted to ask you for the next one. So okay. <laughs> you guys can figure out that clue. We'll be right back. And we are back. <laughs> and uh, we, we were speaking about a lot of things. Um, wow. I know I have you for this last segment, so let me ask you a question before you, 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 you can talk about something. Um, I am a person who is very hard to accept faith and of, of religious mm-hmm. matter. And so I trust you so much and I believe in everything you do. So when you took up going to a church as a, an activity, I was really puzzled mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I know how you are. So for you to accept something into your life, it had to click with you. So what clicked? What, what, did you have a history with religion or, or with um Faith? Yeah. So um, I've always been when I've gone to church since I was little. I, I, my mom's taken me to church since I was very small. Um, she actually made us go. And I never actually clicked with me. But I feel like when you're kind of at your lowest point, you're kind of always looking for like that spiritual feeling. And people look for it in different ways. Some people go to yoga, some people, which I also do. But um uh, for me, I went to Vu Church, awesome place, um, and it's not your old school type of church, so that's where I think kind of they teach you life lessons, and they kind of take it to an everyday life, um, like even last week, they were talking about love, and like how we all learn that fairy tales um, when we're little. That clip you sent me really, really struck me hard about... Not to get off tangent, but I know it's on the same subject yeah. of of when you find your partner, mm-hmm. um, finding someone who is complete. Yes. Do you feel now was... through your importance on diet, your fulfillment with how you're how how you're working your body to be getting to your optimal goal and with faith? Do you feel like you found like that sweet spot of like I'm ready? Um, I feel like I've made a few mistakes in the last year. Well, well, well not with yeah. people, but do yeah. you individually feel like, hey, man, I'm the package already? Oh, um, I mean, I feel like there's always room for improvement. Mm-hmm. I, 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 we're never perfect. We're always going to have our things. Um, I know my bossy ass bitch. True. Um, super bossy. 100% confirmed <laughs> yeah. on the podcast. Pa- Tati is super bossy. If you agree with I, that, you can do hashtag Tati is bossy confirmed. <laughs> The first step is to admit it. But you know what? Like, one thing I've learned is when I'm told something now, I've learned that, um, you know, to listen to the person I'm with, to accept that sometimes I am wrong, and, you know, most importantly, to apologize. And also to hear, you know, when you're fighting, you're arguing with somebody, not to listen, to respond, but to listen, to hear that person's side of the story. Because it's not always about listening to about how you feel, but it's just also listening about that person's perception of things. And, like, they also have a way, like, a reason to feel the way that they do. So, um, and that's one of the many things that I've learned in that church. And I don't know, that church has brought me from, they're the main reason that I am where I am. I can say that that place has brought me from dirt to where I am and, that's kind of why I've kind of been upset with myself a little bit the last two months because I've kind of just let myself go. And, you know, good thing is that God always kind of it has open arms and he always welcomes you back. And I'm excited to, you know, I, I went two weeks ago. I'll be there Sunday. And 
And it's not only about that, you know, like I, even if I miss a Sunday, I, every Monday I'll be there looking at the YouTube video of that week's um, lesson. And it's about a lesson to me. It's not about, oh, what's, what they say in the Bible. It's not about anything else. It's just about that connection with God. And like, when you walk in that place, you feel it. It is like, it's, I don't know, man. It's like something like I've never felt before. Um, do you, how would you feel I guess the subject of religion and faith is very difficult for like the common quote unquote millennial. I hate yeah. that that word gets a negative connotation. But a lot even, of millennials go there. This is like a millennial church. So the how how do they do a, how do they appeal faith to a group of people who are very it's it's very weird. They're very skeptical, mm-hmm. but at the same time very emotionally triggered because they think they keep it real. Okay. And they're not, like I said, they're not, oh, God, the church, the Bible, this, that. No, they keep it to your everyday life. And they do, they are teaching you lessons. They are teaching you to be better. And, and they give you tips. So like, like I'm there and I'm writing notes every single day. Mm -hmm. And if I'm having a tough week, I'll go and I'll go look at an old sermon. I'll go look at something uh, like an old, something that the pastor did like a few weeks back. Like you saw the video, like you could feel the emotions of that man. And he's young. Mm -hmm. He's only like 35. And they had infertility issues. Like, they tried to have a kid for, like, eight years. They, so, like, they, that shows you that God is real. Like, they, they, they tried for years and years and years, and out of nowhere, boom, she got pregnant. And that was out of them praying their asses off and doing what they needed to do to finally, it happened. I, I feel that <clears throat> with an older generation specifically, when you're, when you're raised religious without mm-hmm. explanation, like, I was raised very Catholic. But the explanation of why is what is, I feel like a lot of parents, that's where the due diligence falls. The trickiest part in your life is when your kid asks you a question that's super honest. And at that point, you have two routes. You either tell them the fucking truth, mm-hmm. regardless of the seven-year-old or not, mm-hmm. or you can cock the thing. So for me, I, I didn't, you, like when you passed downstairs, those are my first communion pictures. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it represents. I was made to do it. I there therefore I don't have any connection to it. How would you describe how can you describe the church you're going to in a way of somebody who might like me who potentially is jaded about the entire aspect of anything involving God and or faith and or religion? It's nothing like a Catholic church. So what is it's it like? like a dance party. It's like you're going to a concert for um you get there it's like welcoming it's nobody approaches you to talk to you and tell you you need to change your life none mm-hmm. of that craziness nobody's going to approach you if you want to go to talk to, to somebody fine if not you can go in you can walk out nobody's going to bug you so that's the first thing and you know you go you listen to music you get into the spirit and then you're going to listen to this guy just like get into you and he's gonna give you the real he's gonna let you know you're messing up here 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 this is where you need to get your shit together have a good week bye (laughs) it's quick (laughs) is there is there ever been a lesson that hasn't been applicable to you and if there has been one what do you do with that do you like kind of reminisce about growth do you kind of just happy you're not there i mean um i feel like there's always something applicable um there's i mean he goes from anything from relationships to just life itself like i said i haven't been there in two months so it's been a while but um like i like even look the other day i was having a tough day 
it was about relationships and it was literally that Sunday that I was going through a tough ass day and mm-hmm. it, it was literally the same thing I was going through. And I, I woke up at three o'clock in the morning. I turned on his video and from three to four o'clock in the morning, I was watching him and he gave me peace. And sometimes that's all you need. is just a little piece in your life. You're so right. <laughs> um, I, just a little piece of your life. <laughs> there is, um, there is, um, I have a, a, a hernia all of a sudden, uh, and old me would be bummed out by these things. After why? And because you 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 survey the field, right? Mm-hmm. You do your Google, mm-hmm. and when the results aren't that great, you're mm-hmm. just like fuck. So I did extra research because I wanted to search for a positive. So and this is just embarrass myself. So <laughs> Dottie knows that I'm a bathroom lover. I'm always in the bathroom for some reason. <laughs> um, at work. Who was always coming out of the bathroom? This guy. And then who was waiting? This girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I discovered through my fasting, check this out, if I eat less, I have less waste. Spoiler. That would make sense. Spoiler yes. fucking alert, oh, right? Man. And because of that, I now don't have my stomach protrude, so the hernia doesn't go through the 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 abdominal wall because I'm not carrying that much food in me. So I'm just like, oh, I did something to test myself. I ended up being more healthy for me. Interesting. I feel that once you've uncovered that that key in your life of I can fix it, just like you have. When you're like, you look at your body one day like, I can fix it. It's going to take work. It's going to fucking suck. I want to cry. I've gone, Kim loves to call me emotional. I'm emotional as fuck. But I've been the most emotional since I've gotten, since I've realized that I'm in control of everything. Yep. And it's a weird, it feels like you, everything smells different. It feels like you love harder. And it, I also feel like I'm ready to cut you off quicker. Yo, yes. Like, 100 fucking percent. Like, like if you're not giving the same 100 percent, then back. Mm-hmm. In all my relationships now. Mm-hmm. Now, with, with uh, my friends that I've had for over 20 years, we're reminiscing about shit. And I've told them straight up. New memories are new friends. Like, oh, that's straight up. <laughs> like, like, how are we talking about shit we did at 14? <laughs> like, yo, grow up. Let's do more. You know? And, and here's the thing. Like, it... it my excuse for not taking the lead was like, oh, everyone's busy. And no. now I'm like, no, you got a schedule. Yeah. I don't care. Everyone's busy. Great job. But I want to see you April 1st. At this time. This At place. this time. I know you're not, you have nothing to do that day because you haven't thought of it. Mm-hmm. So give me your 8 p.m. till 10. <laughs> I like so that. So now I'm taking that approach to my friends because I'm like, I'm, yeah, not meeting, like I'm not meeting a better circle ever. Like, I feel that next lifetime I might meet new people. These are the people I have. Let's you make the best them. out of it. Yeah, Ooh, that's let's badass. honestly preserve it. Let's, I like let's that. preserve those circles. Like you apply to that to that thought process. Kim does the way I talk to my parents. Um, does the way I talk to my my core friends. The way I talk to a stranger. I now I make sure I give everybody that immediate respect, but mm-hmm. I also let them know that I ain't gullible for your shit, <laughs> and, and I'm in your life because I fucking love you and I exactly. care about you. Exactly, but I will cut your I, ass out. Yeah, I am leading, <laughs> leading with love. Leading with love like 100%. Um, I think we've all, we've gone long enough, unless you got a burning thing to talk about, Dati. I feel so complete and whole. I think we're good. This is pretty awesome. Uh, I want to thank you so much. I know that you're probably going to hit the gym early in the, mor- oh, in the morning. And you got work tomorrow. <laughs> and just having you give me your time and us having a, a, a recorded conversation that may help someone later, that may give someone an insight on our lives, that may one day 
just someone listens to because they're like, why the fuck are they talking to each other now? <laughs> What's going on? I know that's going to happen once I post it online. They're going to be like, what? Wait, the best advice that you've given me. You have what? to say it. What you told me this morning. What What is uh, I Was it about... um? Hmm. You have I'm to trying tell to, I forgot the wording and you put it on oh. the internet. Oh, terrible. <laughs> oh, man. What is it? Okay. Uh, it was great advice. I think it has to be shared and said on this just because a lot of people need to hear it. And um, this is for anybody. Kim don't, hates this because I just be talking like this now. Don't be a high value woman with low value moves. And that was very big. So don't be a 10 and dating a 5. Okay. That's the best advice. And then on my negative ass, don't be no five asking for no ten. <laughs> I'm going to cut that shit out. You delusional man or woman. You stupid. You need to build yourself up. How dare you ask for double the value? Exactly. For free. Exactly. Find yourself a good seven and work from there. Exactly. All right, guys. That's been the Bomb Pod. Tati, <laughs> anything you want to plug, you got some time. Any shout outs you want to give, any... Twitter handles, Instagram handles you want to do, here's your opportunity. Just me, Tati underscore travels. Follow and you'll be able to see my fitness journey. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Tati, for being the guest. This has been the Bomb Pod. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good day. Bye, bye, bye.